Good morning, Wisconsin. It's WTMJ Now. News, opinions, Wisconsin. Everything you need to know in the Badger State and beyond. Come give us your thoughts on the old National Bank talk and text line at 855-616-1620. Old National Bank. Get old. Now here's your hosts, Sandy Max and Steve Scafidi. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Monday edition. Sandy Max in studio here. Hi, Sandy. Big wave for the streamers, all you folks out there. And Brandon Snide sitting in for a little preseason Monday morning quarterback. Good right? morning. You've been up since what time? 3.30? Greg Pancake Hill. First off, congratulations. <laughs> yes. yes. Second off, does New not dad. get enough credit for what he does. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, Behind that board from 5 to 9, or from 6 to 9, it is. He's a gold standard producer. It is oh. not yeah. easy. So, yes, I've been here all morning. Yeah. Yeah, so how you feeling? Tired, stressed. Yeah, a little stress headache. Now you, in. Now you're not stressed about the the play of the Green Bay Packers. I'm imagining in preseason they no. looked, they looked okay. I think I think they looked really good. I think if you would have told me this is the, the way the preseason would have you know worked itself out you know in early summer when we were first taking over the Jordan Love era, I probably wouldn't have believed you. I, I really I wouldn't have. You would have told me that uh, he would have finished at Jordan Love that is with a sixty percent. Completion, three touchdowns, mm-hmm. with one in each one in each game, right? one in each game. Every yeah. pass, Kevin Harlan was on the TV broadcast, and every his last pass in each one of his preseason uh, games ended with a touchdown pass, and, and uh, almost a one a one ten passer rating. I, I wouldn't have believed you. I, I wouldn't have because I th- you know there's going to be hiccups, and and there was in these games, but my goodness, he's he looks every bit the part. He does. All right, so how do we like? Tamp down some of the enthusiasm. It's preseason, so let's not get too crazy. What what does that mean for the regular season? I think it what the thing about it is though is if people use that, well, it's just preseason. We got to wait. That's fair, that, and, and 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 you're not wrong. But he's also done it during joint practices, both with the New England Patriots, pretty good defense, two days in a row. He tore their defense. I mean, struggled a little bit in the second day. Uh, and and Bengals, who have a good defense, who are projected to have a top ten defense this year. So he's done it in joint practices and preseason games. And people are like, oh well, you know, defenses they're not really jotting out starters. They're not really scheming. Either is the offense, guys. It's vanilla as it gets. And Jordan Love alluded to that in his post game press conference. They're not showing anything, but he's producing. He's 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 giving you. Hey, I'm going to have a bad drive. He had a, his second drive of the game was wasn't very good. Right, three and out, a couple passes, miss high and low. What does he do in his third drive? He responds with a was it nine play, ten play drive, mm-hmm. six of seven, completing that touchdown to the next greatest receiver of all time, Christian Watson, and looks to be able to be poised and and he's in command. I mean, he he knows what, he's been in the offense going on year four. So I mean, yeah, it's the preseason. You're not going to want to be like, well, the Packers are going to the Super Bowl, but you have to be encouraged by what your future outlook holds because they, he they looks look competitive. Good. They, they're and they're going to be. They're it's a young roster, and the best part about this roster, a lot most of them are here for the the, you know, the next three mm-hmm. four years. The offensive line looks to be better than advertised, better than advertised. They didn't give up a sack in this preseason. I don't think he was touched. In, <laughs> I don't think he was Jordan Love was ever touched. I think he had one pressure on Saturday. Um, he escaped a pocket on a few times, which was. Were you watching that game? Like, man, that was kind of nice to see. Yeah, because we used to see it with Aaron Rodgers, right? He would do it. But not 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 lately. It'd be a sack or a throwaway, and then he's cussing the receiver out like he did in New York on a Saturday that uh, TV caught. All right, so I don't, I don't want to spend a lot of time on the nuts and bolts of our preseason game, but I think we've kind of explored. There, there's a, there seems to be a lot of potential for this very young, very fast team, which is also a nice 
characteristic of a good football team. Um, I want to kind of delve, as uh, as did Eric this morning, into this whole fan experience thing. And I, I'm still getting texts from their conversation. I want to get your sense and your sense, the collective we out there listening this morning on the on the uh, WTMJ radio or on the uh, the stream. And you can also participate by jumping on the old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. Are we, um, are we as fans not quiet when we're supposed to be? Are we not loud enough when we're supposed to be like on third down for the opposing team? Or should the stadium announcers or the team management just kind of lay off a little bit, given how much we're spending every game at Lambeau Field or other stadiums around the NFL? We'll get your thoughts on that. And a whole lot more special preseason edition of Monday Morning Quarterback Steve and Sandy right here on WTMJ. Oh, yes, the sound of Lambeau Field, and at least on Saturday at noon at Lambeau Field this weekend. Fans getting yelled at for uh, doing the wave while the team was on offense. I will say this as somebody who goes to a lot of games. I didn't go this, this weekend. We were supposed to, but my wife, unfortunately, is under the weather. So a teammate used my tickets, but she had a fantastic time. Learned about the Lambeau experience, first time for him so, and his uh, partner there. So um, I will say this. Um, preseason is much different than regular season. The stakes are, are non-existent. There's really, you're playing for nothing other than player experience and, and the fun of the game. It all changes the regular season. Now, if we have fans doing the wave, well, well the Packers are, are in the middle of a very important offensive drive. I would say, yeah, dial it back a bit. But this preseason, one thing I've noticed, really stark difference so many young people, little kids, families bringing three, four kids with them. They just want to have fun at the game. And for the stadium announcer, Bill Jarts, to chastise the fans, I, I got to give him a lighten up, Francis, on that. I mean, come on. So that's what he was doing? Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's like, why? It's a preseason game. Malafor's. <sighs> He's, he, focus on the field. Stop he, worrying about the crowd. He gets crowds. so mad about it. And he's, he's, I, I feel like every press conference he comes out and he's like, we need to do the wave on defense only. Don't, you got to be quiet on offense, blah, blah, blah. I, Maybe I, on that huge, huge, huge screen, they just need to show like an emoji of a wave and a big red circle yeah, and a strike through they, it. They, they pretty like much <laughs> do because I think what they did. So this, that way when they don't want it, they just flash that right up there. No yeah. one can miss it. You can see it out in the parking lot. And I think this year they have like Jordan Love on the Jumbotron because the new screens up there at Lambeau Field are, are massive. And he's like, hey, on offense, sit down, you know, be quiet. But I guess like during the preseason game, I guess it's like, yeah, you know, kind of have a little bit of a, a situational awareness of, of what it is. Because you're right. When Like when I went to family day, I didn't go to any preseason games this year. It's, it's, it is a lot of kids. And it's, it's an affordable way for families to go to a game, right? They're not as as expensive. Uh, so it's a good spot for, for families to spend some time together. But I don't know. Here, I hate, here's I hate a text way. on this. 9-2. I was at the game. And it was really a downer after he said that I'm not a wave guy, but for a preseason game, come on. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I mean, who cares at that point? But I think what they're trying to do in there, you know, not playing, you know, playing a little devil's advocate here is they're trying to prep for the season. They need preseason too, and the fans. Oh yeah, yeah you it. know, I, I mean, it. they're probably going through because it is an ongoing issue. I, are you a fan of the wave? I hate it. I don't really care either way. I don't do it because what does it do? I'm sitting inside generally, and there's not like a lot of people doing a wave inside. So I mean, for me, it's like not existing. I'm at the game. I'm focused. I'm watching the men up front. I'm watching the yeah. trenches. But they don't get upset about people standing for the whole game. Why, why wouldn't you get upset about that? Or you how should about, stand for the whole game? I don't think so. You should. If you're at a so game. if you're at a game and you have a season ticket holder behind you that's in their 80s, has been sitting there since the 60s, <laughs> you're going to disrespect them by standing in front it's of them. Not dis- but but if you're sitting in front of them, you paid for that ticket. I get it. 
They also right? paid for their ticket. But the thing about going yin to a game, yang, buddy, yin and yang. The, the, Sandy's going to play judge here in a minute. The thing, about going, <laughs> the thing about going to a game is is cheering on your team. If you want to sit down, there's a couch at your house you waiting for you. You can't sit in a, in a stadium. Why do we have seats? You there? Why, sit, don't, sure. why don't we just have general admission? I'll tell you this. Let's make a brawl. I, I work on the field for a TV broadcast. I know you do. Uh, there's big some shot. games. As I am a big shot. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, some games, literally from start to finish. The Cowboys game last year, they nobody sat. Nobody sat. Those bleachers are cold too. <laughs> in the winter time, to take a cushion. I feel it's funny as a game day host. I have shouted, oh, yeah, "Get loud! Yeah. Get loud!" Yeah, and encouraged that hundreds of times yep. over the years. So the percentage of me asking people to be quiet is really, really a fraction. So <laughs> it, like, the game day host is there to help create that environment. So I suppose if you're just asking, hey. We want the team to win. This is maybe you're new, maybe you're just having fun and not paying attention, but this is the time for the best for your team. Like there are ways to do it to be inclusive instead of reprimanding. So, sir, you're, you know? the, you're the only one of our three who's done something like that. Many I've, done a, I've done a little bit of in game promotion at American Family Field, but not like this. So, let me ask you this. Mm hmm. How much is too much? Because I've been at games at Lambeau where literally every play, the stadium announcer, Bill Jarts, is, is like yelling at you to be loud. I only need it once a Go drive. to a Bucks game. There, It is a constant yeah, I, I barrage of sound. Like, maybe there is no maybe dynamic. mix it up a little bit. Maybe it's not always you just yelling at the top of your lungs, be loud. Maybe it's visual. Maybe it's something else. It's the people directing that who don't understand the drama of a game. There are times where you'll hear Bob Euchre hang back. It's mm -hmm. it's a three two pitch in the bottom of the ninth. He doesn't have yeah. to say, "Okay, let it go." Here we go. So, you know, <laughs> this is the, set the stage and then let it unfold. And I get kind of exhausted at a Bucks game. Yeah, it's high energy, but it's it's constant. Like you're kind of exhausted afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead and you of go the, an ebb and flow right. of some of that drama. That's what I was just going to say. You got to go with with what the game's going right. If it's a big third down, I want the announcer to come out and say, "All right." Third down, let's go, because it makes a difference. And people all yeah, start one, standing one up. time, but I don't need it. Like first down, second, be loud. I don't need that. I just want well, to. You should the... be. You should be loud anyway. But that also you want goes, home field look, advantage. That I'm, goes back to our I'm point where guy, if you want to sit down and watch a game, there's a couch okay, waiting for you. I'm a guy who loses my voice at games, so I don't have no problem being sure. loud. And I'm yelling inside when typically people aren't yelling. At I me. noticed that when I had. Your I seat. lost yeah. my voice booing Shaquille O'Neal about 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you booed Shaquille O'Neal. I did because there were no calls on him. He takes three steps and he's halfway across the court. Lakers Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, yeah wow. way back. Yeah, in the against the given, Bucks. He was given. He was given a lot of leeway, and that was when the Bucks were starting to make their. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, from the old National Bank talking text line 262, how much you spend on tickets has no correlation to how smart and helpful fans are. Yeah, that's true. Coaches right to correct dumb fans. If you don't like it, give them your tickets. Here, here's the problem with this kind of stuff. Who decides who, what's dumb, what's not dumb, right? We have, there's some general rules, you know. I think doing things while the team's on offense that make a lot of noise are, are generally that would be a dumb thing. But keep in mind, this is a preseason game with a bunch of little kids. They may not know the rules, yeah, that's true. So if the yeah. Packers really wanted to have fun with this, make a fun video with one of your players. That's your what coach. I was saying earlier. Yeah, yeah. There, there are ways to do have it without being with harsh. It. Or have a little kid. Some of the little kids would know. I don't know who that would be. But uh, up on the big screen, which is massive now because they mm -hmm. built these massive scoreboards, having fun with it. But the scolding part is the part that drives me nuts. As Bill Stead said earlier in his program, we're spending a lot of money. Some a lot more than others. Tons of money. Yeah. And that's, you know, whatever your ticket price is, 
throw that out because we're all paying the same prices to buy beer, soda. A bottle of water is like seven bucks now. Twenty five dollar parking. My six dollar <laughs> cup of coffee, which I which is very good at Lambeau Field, but it's still six dollars. You know, nachos, whatever it is, whatever you're buying, we're all paying the same price, and that's a lot of money. Fifty bucks to park, gas to get there. It's an investment. So treat your fans with respect. And this this constant barrage of criticism, whether it comes from the coach, Bill Jarts, who I actually like, or anybody else that's associated with the Packers, just chill for a little bit. If they're doing it in the regular season, we, you can start getting worried about it. This is a preseason game. I feel like this started, and you can you two can answer this better than I can because I wasn't necessarily a, you know growing up. I was, I was a child in the five years. Feels like... Not to pick on him because he's gone, but I, I'm going to pick on him here. It feels like an Aaron Rodgers thing over the last decade, where he's How been so? because I'm, he likes it, like yeah, yeah, quiet, quiet. Mm-hmm, yeah, I don't remember. He's if, a surgeon. <laughs> one of his best seasons was the season that there were no fans in the stands. Yeah, that's true. That's, true. A, that's Good a, point, actually, Sandy. excellent point. Sandy I, gets point of the day. Where's my? Yeah, pal? I never, I never, I didn't even think <laughs> about that. Nine twenty-five. I'm gonna put that. Uh, I'm gonna put that in my group chat. With my friends will think I'm so smart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happy to help. Um, but, I'm, I'm going to be useful in the Monday morning quarterback is, show. But that is a great. You, of course, you are. That is a great point, though. She makes a great point because that I think this isn't a Rogers thing. And he's been adamant. Now everybody around Green Bay, you you can't go against number twelve when he was here. So we got to be all, we got to be quiet. Don't do the wave. Well, here's the reality: he's not here anymore. That's the thing, though. That's still lingering. Let's though, see so what Jordan long. Love has to say. I wonder about if it. anybody asked Jordan Love about it. He'd probably tell you that you know we like it quiet and give you the answer. Maybe that crack you, producer can it go. Could be worse. We us. could have Vuvuzelas. Remember? Mm, yes. Oof. Oh, <laughs> don't don't go down that road. Now, now, I, now I hear that now I hear that their stadium is the best place to watch a football game. Please, Come yeah. On. What stadium? Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota's uh, was I think U.S. Was, Bank. Is it what it is? U.S. Bank Stadium. I think yeah. the Athletic had the article. Lambeau was third, I believe. Yeah. Which, if you ask anybody that ha- is not a Packers fan, Lambeau is, is their spot. Their number one uh, location to come to a, to watch a game. I have, I have sold tickets to people around the country to come yeah. to Lambeau Field games I can't attend. They always say at the end of it or, or the week later, thank you for the experience. Yeah. I've been, uh, I've been to probably half the NFL ballparks. Some of them are nondescript. I haven't concrete, been concrete, boring. Yeah, it's, it's like an assembly line. This is not that. So uh, whatever U.S. Bank's got going on, other than killing the birds. Yeah, the bird killing dome, as I like to refer to it. <laughs> All right, one more thing. I want to stick around for one more thing. Is the NFL evolving when it comes to contact? This is a big story. Games being suspended because of one play. Your thoughts, old National Bank talking text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. Return after this on WTMJ. Oh, clever Charlie producing the show, as he usually does on this Monday. A little uh, preseason Monday morning quarterback. Of course, we'll kick that into high gear. Now, I'm going to be gone from the 8th through the 18th on our listener trip, which I'm geeked about, jacked about, to uh, Tuscany. I'm sure you feel for me, Brandon. Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> awful for you. It was 100 there the other day, so hopefully the temperature just comes down a little bit. But You know, you can wake up for the games? Well, it's at midnight, I think, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, then. the first game, because at yeah. 3.30, 7 hours till midnight, yeah. yeah, we'll probably all yeah. like a watch party. Yeah, nobody's going to go to bed. No, no, because that's the season opener. Yep. But Monday morning quarterback will thrive while I'm not here, Sandy and you, and probably have a special guest as well. So we'll we'll get the the regular season conversation going. All right, so I, I wanted to tee this one up quickly with you. I know you got a busy day ahead of you. So we saw the game last year, DeMar Hamlin, Buffalo Bills. The game stopped. Game never made up because of a severe injury. He could have lost his life on the field. Matter of fact, he stopped breathing for a while, and thanks to the heroic efforts of first responders, 
He's now back in football, which is kind of amazing to me. Uh, and we'll see how his story goes this year. But we've seen twice now in preseason 2023. First one was the uh, the Patriots game two weeks ago with the Packers, where I think it was about was it ten minutes left? Yeah, there was almost a whole quarter. And Bill Parcells, coach of the Patriots, and uh, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. Yeah. I say Parcells. Ooh, that's this an old. That's an, <laughs> wow, that's an old school. Rep. Super where Bowl did that 31. Come from? Yes. <laughs> Belichick, God, I feel dumb. Um, and don't, Bel- don't it happens? It's just funny to hear that yeah. come out. You know yeah. your history. Is he still alive, Bill Marcells? I, I haven't seen him is. in a while. Uh, and Matt Lafleur basically said, "No, we're gonna. We had an injury on the field, a serious injury. Thankfully, he's also re- in, doing very well. We're gonna stop the game. We saw it again this weekend. Was it uh, Jaguars, Dolphins? I believe. Uh, definitely Dolphins. Yes. I believe it. I believe it was the Jags. Another game with the coach's acceptance." Being shut down. So here's my question. Is this an evolution of, I guess I'm not even sure what it is. Is the league saying, for the for the spirit of the game, for fan enjoyment, we've just saw, seen something traumatic. Are we basically saying, let's step back and we're not going to finish this football game? Because when you're talking about regular season, it starts to get in the way of the results, i.e. standings, i.e. playoff position. So what are we, is this an evolution or is it just... Just weird circumstances. It's, it's. It, it, I think it's going to be something you're going to see a lot more. A precedent has been set by the NFL. Now, got into a couple arguments over the weekend over this exact topic because I said, "What's the argument?" The argument is that people are making. Well, the NFL doesn't care about player safety, and that may have been the case. You know, 10, 15 years ago, with you know concussions now are, are serious. Like you have doctors, you have scouts. Uh, you know, uh, up in the uh, in the booths, looking for these guys uh, with head injuries. So it, they have taken it to a next level as far as player safety. But the precedent now has been set. The NFL has canceled, suspended, whatever word you want to use, a regular season NFL football game in the middle of a game because of a serious injury. Now, is this a little bit more s- severe than you know concussion or a neck injury or back injury? Sure, like Demar Hamlin, like you mentioned, uh, they thought he wasn't going to make it to the hospital, and thankfully he did. Right, he's here. He's actually on the field now playing. Yes, it's amazing. But now that precedent has been set. The NFL canceled a game. They shut it down. It's been done. Now, once it's been done, you can't go back and undo it. Now it's going to be looked upon where if their stretcher, an ambulance, paramedics need to come onto that football field, the NFL is going to look in and be like, maybe it's not as serious as a DeMar Hamlin. However, what happens if it is? And what then what do we do? Because they're going to be caught between that fine line of, yeah, we don't want to cancel the game or suspend the action because it affects the play, you know, the standings and the schedule. However, <laughs> it's just the game. Here, here's the hierarchy: player safety, right? That's got to be paramount. We have to make sure that our players in the NFL are are being treated mm-hmm. as quickly as possible. Whatever their needs are medically, that's they're being responded to quickly. And I have no worries about that because most NFL stadiums are up to up to date when it comes to all the things they need to save a life. In the case of Demar Hamlin. Then it's the profile of the league, right? Then it's two other things that maybe we don't think about, or some people do. There's a lot of money spent on sports, especially mm. the NFL. It might be the biggest nuts of all the gambling on sports, right? Yeah, probably. Although the other ones are all catching up pretty quickly. And when you, when you play around with the results or you stop a game, it causes a lot of mayhem and angst and anxiety among not only the betters, us, but also the people that hold your money, the facilities, the casinos, the, the betting parlors. And I, I have to think that 
at some point, they're going to want to have a, a say on this. Will it get that far, or is it just, well, we've got to play by the rules, and whatever the rules are, that's what we'll do? I don't have the answer to it. I think I think what you could see is the NFL creating a rule, right? Maybe not this year, maybe next year, because I hate, you know, I don't want to be that guy that, you know, it's going to happen again. But it, it probably is, though. The players now, I mean, my kid is 14, and I go to a high school game, and I'm like, whoa. It's scary. What? Very, very physical. You're 6'3", and as a freshman, you're 250, and you're running a 4'6", 40? Like, they're getting bigger, and they're stronger, and they're the impact is going to be greater, right? So I think you're just going to, unfortunately, see more of these injuries. I think the NFL is going to have to come in and be like, okay, if this is going to happen, because we're going to anticipate that it is going to happen, because we have now seen it three times in a matter of, what, six months? I remember exactly when the DeMar Hamlin uh, injury January. occurred. Yeah, January. Mm-hmm. Right. So with the, the following summer, um, and it's never been done. They've never suspended play like that other than outside of weather for a game. And now it's been done three times. If you don't think it's going to happen again, you're you're, you're mistaking yourself. It's, it's going to happen. And the NFL is going to probably have to come in and be like, all right, if this is the case, if this happens, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Other than that, they're going to have – a whole lot of mess on their hands. And the last piece of it, of course, is the fan experience. So sure. for the folks like me who were at the Patriots game with the Packers, game ended early. We missed a whole quarter. You're Again, you're paying a lot of money, going back to our early conversation. Yeah. You're paying a lot of money. You just got shorted a four-quarter football game. Now, obviously, player safety, as I said, is on the top of that. We all got it. And you don't want to risk anyone's life or even... Here's the, here's the reaction of players. They see something like that happen. They kind of take a little bit out of their step, you know, it takes a little bit, and, and then they can sure. have more injuries. Yeah, It's a difficult situation. I don't know if there's an easy answer for this. And, you know, the league, again, billions of dollars at stake. TV contracts, mm-hmm. gambling is the whole other piece of this. The fan experience, television rights, billions, at some point trillions of dollars of money being vested into in a game that is ever faster, ever more violent, and as now has the gambling piece. I, I don't know that we figure this out. I don't know how you do it. Maybe it's just a, you know, a fluky thing that we've had three players in the course of eight months. I hope that's the case because I went to a lot of football games, hundreds of football games over the last 40 years. I don't recall seeing that. I mean, you see anybody on a, on a stretcher. I mean, yeah, that I've seen, but not if you're a fan degree. or a player, like how do you pick it back up? Like yeah. the intensity. We'll let you go. You had a busy morning. Got to get some sleep. So shut up. I got more work to do. Greg, oh. I, Greg doesn't stop working, so I got to go do more stuff. <laughs> Here's Greg's reality. He's got that work reality. He hasn't slept either. <laughs> yeah, and then he's, he's got the new baby reality, which we'll all find about when he gets back to work. Brandon Snyde, big-time sports guy, thanks for sitting in. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that it. That is a preseason edition of Monday Morning Quarterback.